my daughter, she will uh, tell the other kids, well, well, this is dad and mom's not here. So this is what we're doing. <laughs> Welcome to the Men of Conviction podcast. Hey, I'm Cordell. I'm Alex. And we are the Men of Conviction podcast. We're a podcast dedicated to uh, living life with intention and purpose and helping you to do the same. So uh, this episode is going to be about being brave in being a father. Or is that actually a thing? Being brave. Is it being brave? Or are you just being a father? This is for the dads that babysit. <laughs> yeah, old babysitting dads old out babysitting there. babysitting dads out there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, there's a weird, weird stigma of, of bravery, it seems like, in our society whenever you're with your kids. You know, I have three kids, uh, six, four, and three uh, years old. And so they're young and all very active and have a lot of energy. And... Um, uh, my wife was out of town this past uh, weekend. She actually left on Wednesday night and she got back on a Monday um, at 9.25 p.m. So kids are already in bed. Um, so, you know, we were together for, for quite a few days. She went to a girl's trip. She had a great time. It was good. Good for mom to go spend some time with the girls. But that means dad's in charge of the kids. So I'm out sitting there at a restaurant, a uh, hibachi place where they cook the food in front of you, have fire and throw rice at you and do all these different things. And there's this older couple sitting at the same table as us. And they're like, man, you're, you sure are brave. You, you know, I look around like, where's, where's his wife? I mean, his girlfriend, somebody, <laughs> somebody come help this guy, you know, <laughs> like, but it's like, you know, I, I, we did it and, and it's fine. And I think there was a time that I might've been more uh, timid about going out to eat with my three kids, um, in a restaurant, but I, you just got to move beyond that and learn that you can, you can do it. Like you can be the the dad, the father that goes out and has time and spends time with their kids. And it, I think what it comes down to is just communication, clear communication, expectation, and, um, and boundary setting and, and making it happen. So that's what spawned this episode is talking about being the dad that gets out there and does stuff with your kids without your wife. Yeah. And we're not babysitting. We're not dads that babysit. No, like, we're spending time with our kids. I got three kiddos, and we do stuff all the time. And sometimes mom's just like, hey, get out of here. You go do something on your own, or mom's busy, or mom's got a thing for, for the school for the day, whatever it is. And it's like, okay, I got three kids. Let's go do something, right? Like, we might go out to eat. We might go to the park. We might go, might just be just existing. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things. I, I find it funny because I'm not the most organized person. And so I've left the house without the baby bag. I've left without the diaper bag. Done it more than once. Probably will still do it again. I still got one in diapers. I'll, it'll still happen one more time. Like, but I just don't worry about that stuff because essentially I know that I can handle it. Like, do I need to stop at the corner store and buy a, a pack of diapers and a pair of wipes or a box of like? I might. I'll you know if that's what I need to do. That's what I need to do. It'd be fine, right? Um, and so yeah, moving beyond this idea of like. Oh, it's three kids, a lot of kids. I mean, even whether it's one kid or three kids or 10 kids, you're right. You might get stuck in this idea of like, oh, I can't go without, I can't go out by myself without my wife, like by myself with kids. You got to lean into it. You got to know that you're capable of doing it. And, and like anything else, it's just going to take reps. Like, but at some point you got to take the step and just do it. Like, just go, just go on the adventure, go on the hike. I remember when my, my daughter was born. And she was probably like six months old or so. And so we had the three-year-old, six-month-old. I was like, Emma, we're going to go to Galveston. And I was like, what? I was like, yeah, you can stay home. Do your thing. We're going to go. And so 
on the way down to Galveston, I stopped at the baby store and bought a carrier, like the 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 chest carrier, or whatever. Um, and we went to the Galveston train museum. So I had my three year old running wild. I had my my baby in the in the little chest carrier. And we just hung out. We just had fun down there. And then we went we got some seafood and on the beach we had some like popcorn shrimp and French fries or whatever it was, you know, and like just existing down there, like just being. Like, did I do everything like the exact perfect way? Probably not. <laughs> did I leave something at home? Probably. It's fine though. You just you just go. You know you're capable of doing things, so go do them. Yeah, just just make it happen. Don't worry about like uh, the kid might have an accident, might spill something or whatever it is. I think what's more important about getting the confidence to do that is learning how to have to set those initial boundaries and, and boundaries set with your kids and getting the smaller reps in, you know, when you can. So if you're if you're scared to go to hibachi, I mean, take a McDonald's. I mean, everybody lets kids play around at McDonald's, you know. Do that. We did that too every weekend. Uh, but you know, you could you could. You could take them to somewhere where they can play, give them time limits, test on how they do with like, hey, we're going to leave in five minutes, test consequences. Hey, if we don't get, you know, leave in five minutes, we're not going to have any TV when we get home. Whatever it is that you need to do to get your kids to move, learn how to how to say, here's what's going to happen next. You know, if you don't listen to what I say and here's what I need you to do when we get out of the car, I need you to hold my hand when we're in the parking lot or I need you to stay close by me. If you start getting too far away, you're going to have to hold my hand. But see, you know that you can either say, hold my hand or stay close by me and know how your kids respond to it. But start learning how to communicate with your kids and how they respond to what you say. And when you know they're just not going to listen. Well, it doesn't always have to be like consequence based either. Right. You just give them the itinerary. Right. Like, hey, here's the expectations. Here's what we're doing. We're going to go do this thing. Absolutely. Because, yeah, you tell kids that get a bunch of kids that don't know what's going on and they start getting anxious and they like a five minute car ride feels like forever because they don't know where we're going. Right. Just lay it out. But like, Hey, we're going to get dressed. We're going to go to get lunch or we're going to go to the park. We're going to go to the splash pad. We're going to go to the pool. We're going to go do X, Y, Z thing. Sound fun. Well, yeah. So now we got to get ready. Let's get ready. Let's get our stuff together. Next thing you know, you got kids running and getting their bathing suits on. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> no, we went to the, we did the lake this weekend and the, yeah, all the kids, they sleep. They see the little one can't get himself dressed. The two big ones can, but they even went and found his swimsuit. And they're like, "Hey, here's your swimsuit." And so he, the little one brings it to me. He's like, "Swimsuit." And I'm yeah. like, okay, so we get his swimsuit on. But um, yeah, you get him excited, get him pumped up about it, and they'll be they'll be all in on it with you. And so then it's like, "Hey, we need to load up the car." So find your flip flops, find extra clothes, find this. Like, oh, okay, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. They get all pumped up, and all of a sudden it's not so overwhelming and thinking about all the things you have to do because like you're doing it together, but. Ultimately, I think the the kind of the point of this is that like it's important because you need to be setting the example of doing stuff. Like you need to you need to show your kids that what it is to be capable of doing things, right? Because they need to know that they're worth it. Like when that when they grow up, and they're like, "Oh man, Dad used to load us all up and go to the, the pool. Man, that was a lot of work, you know." But he did that because we were worth it to him. Mm-hmm. Like Dad stepped up because he loved us. We're his kids. And he's willing to do that work for us. And it's like you gotta you gotta give that to your kids. They need it. We've gone over the stats of like fatherless homes, and basically every stat of success in life is dramatically decreased for fatherless homes, right? You mm-hmm. got much higher dropout rates, you got much higher drug and alcohol rates, you got much higher um prison rates or jail time rates. You got may see everything that could go wrong in life dramatically increases when there's no dad around. Right. And so I mean Basically, that shows us that the contrary must be true too, right? Having dad be present, engaged, and involved 
would give you better markers on all those things. So like it's vital. Like you gotta you gotta lean in, man. And yeah, yeah, it's gonna be scary if you if you get an hour and a half from the house and you don't have a diaper bag. Whatever, man, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Right. Are you not capable of figuring it out? Like you'll figure it out. It'll be yeah. fine. I, I remember there's a time where it's like you get scared to even like there's a fear that I had of like getting the kids out of the car almost. Like, oh, I gotta get them all out of the car. Like I, I gotta take them all of their car seats. Like not a fear, but like it's just gonna I gotta make sure they're not running out into the street. Like you start thinking of all these things go bad. Stop thinking that way. Think like you gotta think you gotta be able to get your kids from point A to point B. You gotta figure out how to do it and say, All right, here's what we're doing now. You know, like we're doing this, we're pulling in and talk. I think you said this in a previous episode, you just over communicate about what you're doing. We're all right now I'm pulling on parking spot. You know, when we get out, here's what we're going to do next. And you start communicating to them and they listen to you. It's amazing if you just communicate, but don't get out of the car. Like, I know I told you last week that you don't run away from the car. You got to tell them again, give them that reminder, give them that courtesy reminder of like, Hey, here's what we're going to do. And that helps out a lot. Um, and so it's, it's just important though, in that time that you get to spend together with your kids, um, without like your wife there, it's kind of, it's kind of unique, right? Because then you get to be just dad, you know, you just get to be dad to your kids. You get to just spend that time as dad and the kids and take advantage of it instead of like, Oh, I can't count down the hours till she gets home so I can give her this and all this extra work to do. It's like, no, take that time to just be with them, listen to them, engage, have those conversations. How was your day? Do all the things that you want to do as a dad when your wife's not around. Do it then, too. You know, yeah. do those things. Be present. Show up for them. You know, make sure that they're they're taken care of. Make sure that you're communicating to them about, like, hey, here's what we're going to do for dinner. Do you have any – I mean, talk to them. Just talk with your kids. I think it's the most important thing you can do in, in, in kind of breaking that timidity – of not being with your kids alone. Yeah, I, I, uh, it irritates, it irritates my wife to no end because, like, when I'm with, when, basically, if any of my kids are around, I got like the voice box on. I'm, I'm, we're, I'm saying everything out loud. Like, we're, in the, we're in the grocery store, and I'm like, all right, next we're gonna go get bananas. We'll go next, we're gonna go get peanut butter. Next, we're gonna go get like, I just, I just talk, and like, that's an example. The grocery store, but like literally anything we're doing, I'm like, oh hey, we're gonna go stop and get the car filled up with gas, and then we're gonna go do this, and we're gonna go do that. Like I just talk always, and so they have an idea of like, oh, that's what Dad's thinking about, that's what Dad's doing, that's what, that's what our next thing is. Um, I think I I got a little lucky. I think I got a little lucky because my my wife has been like rock star, like out the gate, like she never stopped. Like one kid, two kids, three kids, didn't matter. She's like. We gotta go. We gotta get our grocery shop now. We gotta go do this. We gotta go, we're gonna go to the library for the reading hour. We're gonna go like she's doing stuff and like. So I I kind of had that just built into the home because it's like I mean what, I'm gonna be too nervous to take the kids out somewhere like she does it all the time and like I'm too nervous to do it once in a while you know so I I had that that lucky thing but I find this interesting. Tell me if this happens to you like my kids when it's just dad versus mom and dad or just mom like they'll they'll just acknowledge it they'll be like oh. Dad, dad likes to take us to so and so to eat, or dad likes to do things this way, or dad like they point it, they notice like, oh, dad does things a little different than mom does, and I find it funny and amusing because like I think so often we can get in our own heads about like, well, I don't know the way they like things, I don't know the way they normally do, but 
but like they don't they don't care like they they're obviously aware enough to understand like this is dad this is not mom and they mm-hmm. get a little kick out of it they're like oh we get to be with dad and dad does xyz fill in the blank like our our my, my kids they tell they tell my wife they're like they're like mom we love you uh but dad's more fun <laughs> <laughs> Your wife loves that, I'm sure. Oh yeah, she's like yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so yeah, to answer your question, yeah, absolutely, that happens at my house. Like uh, a lot of times, my my middle child, my daughter, she will uh, tell the other kids, "Well, well, this is dad. Mom's not here, so this is what." We're doing. <laughs> so she'll be, "Well, well, this is what dad said we're going to do. So this is what we're doing." You know, like she'll make sure to correct them and let them know, like, "Hey, here's what we're doing because this is what dad said." Um, and so I think it's just really, it's really going to be important. Um, to overall, what you want to do is, is communicate with your kids. Um, if they have a desire or something that they want to do, um, like if they want to do a craft project, an art craft project, don't say, well, maybe. Give them a, a fine yes or no. Make a decision. Get in the habit of making decisions quickly. Like, yeah, we'll do that tomorrow afternoon. Give them a time when they can expect doing that and try to show up and don't let things get in the way of you doing that. You're like, hey, yeah, we're going to paint out back tomorrow afternoon. Just do that. And that, that prevents a lot of the things of, Dad, you said we're going to do this. Yeah, but this came up. Like, make that a priority. Make your kids a priority in the things that you promised them to do. To show up, be trustworthy as a parent to them. And then in kind, what, what happens is your kids stop being anxious about, will I get what I want? You know, you start letting them know, like, hey, yeah, a lot of times you will get what you want, and here's the time you're going to get it. And sometimes maybe not. And No. You know, sometimes the answer is just no, but they start to learn like, Hey, dad said, no, it's not going to happen. They start to learn dad said it will happen this time, but give that give and flow, you know, ebb and flow of allowing them to have fun with you and and experience the things they want to experience. Let them know when that's going to happen and be true to that. Then also set those. uh, No, we're not doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I tell my kids sometimes too, like if basically I don't want to say no, because it's not a no, it's just like, we got to make sure it works with the schedule. I'll just be like, hey, I can't answer that question right now. So like, let's let's figure out what tomorrow looks like. Let's figure out how long this takes us to do. Let's figure out how long we're going to be at this place. And then I can tell you if we have enough time to do that thing or not. And it's just being transparent, being honest. It's like, it's not a no because like we can't do it or it doesn't work or whatever. It's just like, I don't know yet. So let's let's figure, let's table that and we'll come back to it. But um, man, just some like, quick ideas let's like what are some some like top of mind ideas like i mean things that kind of mind real quick for like things to do with your kids especially like younger kids i mean really easy one is a park yeah park trip that was, park. That's, that's the thing i was thinking in my head super easy one just go to the park you know well, let me take one step back i think one thing to be mindful of, especially when you have younger kids uh like my oldest is seven my youngest is two so like when younger kids do be mindful of some sort of schedule like so don't plan to be rolling out of the house at you know, 1030 and not being done till two and like, oh, we'll just eat whenever. Like, no, you get it. Kids get cranky. Kids get moody. Kids have nap times and they want to eat around. Like, so do be mindful of those things, you know, but with that in mind. So, yeah, really easy one is park trip, summertime, splash pad. Go find a splash pad nearby. Um, go go hiking somewhere. Like most a lot of parks usually have some sort of like walking trail through the woods. Like just go walk around for a little bit. Go find some sticks or stones or something that you can you can throw around or whatever yeah you know i my kids like to go fishing and the the caveat with fishing the big big caveat i always tell dads with young kids when they go fishing is like if you're taking your kids fishing you're taking them fishing you're not fishing and so like 
with my kids, I don't take my fishing pole. When we go fishing, my fishing pole doesn't even leave the garage because it doesn't matter. Like I'm, I'm chasing this fishing pole over there, chasing that one over there. I had to pull one out of the lake last time we went a week ago or so. But that's fine. That's what that's for. It's for me to be with them and then we get to do something fun. But um, those are some top of mind ones for me. Like, what do you, what, what do you got any ones to add to that? That, that was that was the main one. So take it to the park was what I was going to say. Yeah, uh, is, is the one I had, and then um, I would say in addition to that, just just be creative around the house sometimes too. You know, um, spend time with them, uh, getting outside in the backyard, in the front yard. You know, do things outside. Oh yeah, get a pack of water balloons, get the splash pad out, get the little sprinkler going. Like yeah, just just exist, just yeah. exist outside. Yeah, start start doing things like if you're if you're scared to leave the house. If you're not there yet, you know, just start at home by getting outside with your kids. Like, hey, let's go outside and do something fun. But be intentional about going grab the supplies to get those water balloons, get the sprinkler from the, you know, Walmart or Home Depot or wherever, and put that on. Let your kids play, play in it with them. Have fun with them. Uh, don't be so scared to be a kid again. You know, like enjoy things on their level. Have fun with them. Spray them with the water hose. Let them, you get wet. Just, just have fun because that's what they're remembering. They want you to engage with them, build that fort inside the house. You know, that's another little thing that you can do is build a fort with, with blankets and sheets and all those types of things. But, but really think about how you can connect with them and their creativity on their level, on, on the things that excite them and get engaged with them in those, those moments. Cause that's where you really have a lot of fun. Cause and, and realize that like, the things that excite them probably won't be the things that excite you like innately. Like your kid wants to talk about Paw Patrol. Like I'm not super invested in the origin story of chase the super pup. Right. But better believe I listen. I'm like, (laughs) he did what, you know, like, Oh, we're talking about my kids actually found Looney Tunes, like the old Looney Tunes. They actually like it. Actually, my daughter likes the old Mario cartoon, the one that ran for like two seasons. She loves that cartoon. So there is some there. We get some back and forth there. But like I listen. They're like, oh, did you know about this this show or this movie or this cartoon or like this book? I'm like, did you know about this? I'm like, oh, tell me more. Tell me everything. You know, just really give your kids time. Give them time and space to be kids and engage with them. And so when you're going out, yeah, be mindful of schedules. Be be aware they are kids, right? Like, I'm not going to take my two-year-old to, like, the Fine Arts Museum. It's probably not the best setting for him. But I might take him to the Children's Museum where they yeah. can just be as loud as they want, you know? Take him to the parks so they can be as loud as they want. Take him to Splash Fest so they can be as loud as they want. A little, uh, little uh, common theme there. I take them places they can be kids. Right. And just let them be. Yeah. And just get it out. And little out. trampoline parks. Those are great places, those too. Are, you could, those you, are fun. You could take them there. You know, take them to one that's on their level. You know, don't... If your kids are really small, don't take the one with all the big kids uh, to where they're, you know, just being trampled on. But take them, take them places that are on their level and just allow them to be kids, be present. They're going to fall. They're going to, you, sh- you know, you know, you have legs. You can get to them. Yeah, yeah. that'll be fine. That'll be but good. I think kind of ultimate theme, right, is that we need to, we need to create a society. We need to be men and fathers that, that are living a life that, gives us less notoriety for these actions. I think we all like the compliment. I mean, I like being told I'm brave every now and then too, you know, (laughs) but we should make it the norm that dads are with their kids without, without having to have mom or support staff in tow, like just go be with your kids and let's make a, let's create a world, a society, a culture, whatever, where men aren't babysitting, where men aren't brave for being out with their kids, where men aren't the anomaly 
for venturing out. Well, let's just make that the norm. Like, well, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, you took your kids to the pool. Like, of course, right. you took your kids to the park while mom was out of town. Like, of course, of course, you did that. Your dad. Why wouldn't you do that? So I think that's where I think that's where we got we got to work on heading in that direction. Yeah, stop acting like your kids are borrowed. Start acting like they're your kids. Yeah. Hang out with them. Have fun. So. Hopefully, if anything, in this episode, we've encouraged you uh, to to take at least a little bit of step of confidence in getting out there and hanging out with your kiddos, um, passing down those those generational legacy things that you want to start sharing with them. And the the I guess the key about it is starting now, not waiting until like, hey, I'll, it'll be nice when my kids are a little bit older, I'll start throwing the ball at them. It'll be nice when he's a little bit. Stop doing that and start doing things with them now. Start figuring out how to do things now. Get out there with a bicycle, whatever it is that you can do to go be active and to spend some time with your kids. So that way it, you are that brave dad because you're, you're so used to spending time with your children. So ultimately that's what you're, you're doing is, is starting to get that confidence that you're building for yourself and being that brave dad and go be a brave dad for your kids. So you can show them that all things are possible if you just try to do it. Yeah. Even, Oh, closing note, even my wife did a mom's night for our her church group like last week and uh, me and a friend, another dad, we got together. So we had two dads and six kids, and we just ran the show for the night. You know, we we grilled hamburgers and hot dogs. We had chips and dip and veggies and snacks, and we just ran the show. It's just go go live. Like stop feeling get the get the hunker down and be safe. Like just go go exist. Yeah, it's fine. You'll make it. Yeah, just have fun. We're gonna learn a lesson. You. <laughs> What are what are the other? But I think you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, if you like this episode, if you got anything out of it, if we've encouraged you at all to to be a more engaged and impactful dad for your kids, do us a favor: hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. Let us know the activity you like to take your kids out for, um, and we'd love to hear from you. We are the Men of Conviction Podcast. Catch y'all next time. We out.